Section 47 of the American Book of the Dog. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sherry Lothridge. The American Book of the Dog, G. O. Shields, Editor. Section 47. The Shipperk by E. R. Spaulding. The Shipperk by E. R. Spaulding. One would-be canine authorities have recently asserted that the Shipperk is a mongrel of modern manufacture. This is not the case by any means. It is a distinct breed of remote though unknown origin. The breed is supposed to have originated in Belgium, though even this is not definitely known. Belgian fanciers, however, affirm that he has been known in that country for several centuries, and at least one writer affirms that they have been known in the Flemish towns for three hundred years. The breed is not generally popular in Belgium, though a great favorite with certain classes, and good specimens are rare and high-priced. Mr. John Lyson of Antwerp, in a recent communication to the American field, says of this dog, They are always called spits in Belgium. If you were to ask a dog dealer for a Schipperk dog, he wouldn't know what you were speaking about. The name Schipperk was given when a few fanciers got up the club and when I asked later on the one who proposed it why they had not given the dog its proper name, he answered that the Pomeranian was already called Spitz in Germany, and moreover that a queer name would render the dog more attractive to foreigners. Considering the shape of head, the mane, and frill, I should think the Schipperk is related to the Pomeranian, which, notwithstanding its name, is principally bred in the surroundings of Cologne et La Chapelle and other places near the Belgian frontier. Until three years ago, the black tailless spits have been the dog of the working class of people, especially butchers, shoemakers, and also, not unfrequently, he was seen on the canal boats, whence they gave him the name of Schipperk, but he might as well claim the name of Beenhauwerk, little butcher, or Schoenmarker, little shoemaker. Until a year ago, and sometimes even now, when a wealthy man was taking a walk with his spits, he was looked at with inquiring eyes by all who passed him. The only ones which were allowed to live among gentlemen and ladies were the toy spits, and some were really very small and pretty. Now, however, the black pariah is becoming a favorite, and many a young gentleman takes a walk with his spits, which has taken the place of his late fox terrier. The head of the shipperk much resembles that of the Pomeranian, a pair of small triangular ears carried perfectly straight and close to each other. The neck and shoulders are strong, and the hair is longer on these parts. But there must be no excess here, as many dogs have been bred and shown already with long, soft hair, thus losing entirely their true character. The body is rather short, and well-filled-up ribs give the little animal a cobby appearance. The spits stand on straight legs covered with short, smooth hair. The feet are small and round, cat feet, furnished with strong black toenails. Most of the good specimens have dew claws, but some judges want to get rid of them. With regard to the tail, much has been said, but spits born perfectly tailless do exist, and in the opinion of all those who used to breed them years ago, a dog born with a tail on it is not a purebred one, and should not be kept for breeding. Many breeders of the present day, however, and I am sorry to say, Judges even say, quote, It's no use breeding them tailless, cut the tail off. End quote. But the only reason they could give for this is that they never succeeded in breeding a tailless one. 
It is a fact that out of a hundred bred now, scarcely twenty, or even less, will be tailless, but this, in my opinion, is only owing to the fact that the breed has not been kept pure, for, on the other hand, I have known a bitch who has never thrown any but tailless puppies, and that to different dogs. Shipperks usually breed very true. For an instance of this, a friend of mine had a purebred bitch which a year ago was accidentally warded by a fox terrier. She threw five puppies, all coal-black, bar a small white spot, on the breast of some of the toes. For general shape, everyone agrees, but for several points there is a great diversity of opinion. At first is to the length of hair, some, with Mr. John Proctor, who is an Englishman living in Antwerp, and who has made pick his type for the breed, went a long mane extending between the forelegs up to about half the body. Others, especially the breeders of Louvain, want an entirely smooth shiny coat dog with hardly any frill, and narrow ears about one half longer than pick's ears. With this sort of spitz the head is longer also. Then again, Brussels has her type of spitz, much shorter in head, with large eyes, broad forehead, and usually large ears set far apart and low on the head. With this type, there usually goes a fair, hard-haired mane, and good coat, but unfortunately also, all the dogs of this type are much out at the elbows, which, added to their square, short head, seem to show bulldog cross. The dog usually seen in Antwerp and surroundings is between these, and should become the only type admitting that the ears are perfect as well as the head. The mane does not appear large at first sight, but when passing the hand through it one is surprised at the length of the hair. There should be also a fair frill on the hindquarters, and hair of a fair length on the back, sides, and below perfectly smooth, as well as on the legs. Much diversity of opinion exists as yet among breeders with regard to the secondary points, but it is to be hoped that within a few years everyone will recognize one type, and that it will be the right old stamp of spitz. In America, as well as in England, the Schipperk has recently become extremely popular, and the demand for good typical specimens is far in excess of the supply in both countries. On this account, some unprincipled dealers have picked up small mongrel dogs which they have crossed on either the black and tan terrier or the spitz. The product of such crosses they have in some instances sold or palmed off on shows for true Schipperks. Those crossed on the terrier have usually a soft coat, while those resulting from a spitz cross usually have long wavy or curly hair. The true Schipperk breeds faithfully to type. Fifteen puppies have been produced under my observation from four bitches and two dogs. All of these are solid black, have good coats, both as to length and texture are correct in form and size, have the fox head, the straight pricked ear, the small dark brown expressive eye, peculiar to the breed. Another eminent Belgian fancier of this breed writes, The Schipperk is a tough, hardy, intelligent, attractive, and amusing little dog. He is useful about the house or barn as a vermin exterminator, is fond of attention, takes readily to amusing tricks, and is easily taught. He is extremely active, has a gay carriage, his temper is admirable, and no dog is more fond of children than he. This little dog, whom we meet with so often on our canal boats, as a faithful guard, is distinguished by a character denoting great intelligence. On account of his attachment for master or mistress, his vigilance and obedience, his good temper toward children, his graceful and elegant gait and form, as well as his perfect cleanliness, 
he has become the favorite house dog. He is also a real demon for rats, mice, etc., which he pursues with great eagerness. The head approaches the type of the fox. The skull is wide and vaulted, diminishing before the eyes, and fining down toward the tip of the nose, which is small and black. The ears are about two and one-half inches long, are pricked and triangular in shape. The eyes are lively dark brown in color, and are placed rather forward than sideways, somewhat almond-shaped, but become more round when the dog is excited. The body is from ten to fourteen inches long, from rear to front of shoulder, and weight of grown males from ten to fifteen pounds. The animal stands well on his legs, is neither very stocky, nor is he slim, is heavier in front than behind, and has a bold upright carriage. The back is straight from shoulder to hip, and ends somewhat like the rounded hindquarter of the guinea pig. A writer in a recent number of the Dog Owner's Annual has this to say of the breed. Among a few Belgian breeders there is some talk of more than one type of Schipperke. They enumerate the Antwerp and Louvain types, and one between. It is true that differences do exist. Some there are that have coarse terrier heads, leathery ears, very wide at the base, and firmly set up bodies. These always look to me to require what they unmistakably once possessed a tail. This type has a very short coat and seldom any ruff. They are also rather large. Then there is a little sort, with full eyes, head inclined to apple shape, hardly any muzzle, ears large, and at sides of head plenty of coat, not very harsh, plenty of ruff and fringe on thighs. A type between this is preferred, and as most of my best specimens have come from Antwerp, I am inclined to think that this town deserves to give its name to the type. The dog that is now accepted as representative weighs about ten pounds, is a glossy black, Stands up well on his pins, with an air of vivacious alertness. He looks stoutly built in front and smaller behind, and his back ends like the rounded hindquarter of a guinea pig. His head is foxy like all the wild dog type. Ears small, narrow, pricked, and carried upright in parallel lines on the top of the head, not at the sides. Eyes small and dark and showing no white. Neck and shoulders look heavy, partly owing to the thick ruff. Legs straight and smooth feet cat-like, coat very harsh, about an inch long on the back, very dense and weatherproof. On the thigh it should be fringy. The Belgians call the ruff, quote, crinière, end quote, and the fringe, quote, culottes, end quote. General appearance, smart and intensely vital. Temperament restless, full of curiosity, and overflowing with jealous affection. The tail question will be a troublesome one for some time to come. I am satisfied that the breed in its best days was tailless. In time, mating was performed with no care or discrimination. Caudal appendages put in an appearance, but there are, to my certain knowledge, numbers of shipperks that have been born without a sign of a tail, and there are plenty of bitches which give birth to several such puppies in every litter. With judicious breeding and docking, the breed will no doubt, in time, recover this characteristic. A majority of the puppies are born with a small tail, which, if left on, curls up somewhat like that of the pug. It is fashionable, and it becomes the style of the dog to have the tail docked when the puppy is quite young. The fringe of hair, or, quote, culottes, end quote, is natural to the rump and thighs, gives the animal a neater appearance than that of any dog with a natural tail. 
In rare cases, a puppy is born tailless. The chest is rather wide and is well furnished with coat, which is of about the same length as that on the neck and rather harsh to the touch. The hair on a grown dog should be two inches long and should be straight on top of the neck, standing up only when the dog is excited. On the sides and under part of neck, it should be of about same length and should grow so as to give the appearance of a ruffle on the throat. The hair is shorter on the sides of the body, but nearly as long on the line of the back as the top of the neck. On the rump and thighs, it should be as long as on the neck, and should grow so as to make a fringe over the stern and thighs. The forelegs should be straight and covered with straight hair. The feet should be round and cat-like. On hind legs, the stifles curve forward and the hocks backward. The thighs are fringed with long hair to the hock. The coat should be rather firm and resisting to the touch, and lying straight on the head, ears, top of neck, sides, back, on forelegs, and on hind legs below the hock. No scale of points has yet been adopted for judging the shipperk in this country. End of section number 47